Good morning. Let's carry on with Talalei Chayim. Ubemet en There is no subject that has been written about so much <coughs> as the Midah of Bitachon. Reshit Kol. Hatanach Kulom Aleis Kurim Midazo. First of all, the Tanach is is full of uh, references to this midah. And certainly in Tehillim, there is no topic that has been addressed as much as trust in God. This comes up in many, many statements of Chazal. Secondly, Rishonim Rabim Hirbum Many Rishonim have written extensively and deeply on this subject. Kedugma, for example, Rabbi Abraham ben Harambam, the son of the Rambam, Rabbi Abraham, Hashem, and the Ramban, in his book Emuna Ubitachon, Rabbeinu Bechaye, the famous Chovat Halvavot, Sefer Ha'ikarim, Barav Albo, and on and on. V'chein hinim said, Halbeb Sifrei Achronim, Uvesifrei Hapnimiot. It's very, very understandable that this is a subject that has been written upon by many, many people, because this is fundamental to the way we live our lives. You know, how much we're Mishtadel, how much we have trust, our relationship with God before, our real relationship with our Kodesh Baruch Hu, um, and, and how much we trust in what he do, and, and, and dealing with that trust as well. Like if you heard yesterday's Shior Klali, the Too Much Salt piece by the Piyatzezna Rebbe in Parashat Chai Sarai 1940 is we trust that God knows what he's doing, but, but the Bitachon needs to pass through into a practical way of how to apply that in our lives. Trusting God is the highest level of people of faith. And it's the otsem, it's the main <coughs> connection between us and God. And he quotes a lot here, which is the advantage. He quotes a, a variety of sources. So he's now going to quote from Chovat Halavavot by Rabbi Barbelu Bechai. Miyad lachasha avodat elokim. Immediately after the the chapter on avodat elokim, mevaer Rabbeinu Bechai et midat habitachon lifnei kol amidot vahayinyanim acherim ba'avodat Hashem. It is the prime midah in our service of God is faith in God, trust in God, and this is the hakdama. This is the introduction that he wrote. So this is we'll we'll do part of it today. I'm not sure we'll finish it all today. Actually, sure, we won't finish it all today, but let's try. Amara Mechaber, so the uh, the author of the book, Rabbeinu Bechai, says, uh, In the previous chapter, we spoke about serving God. I saw it uh, correct to immediately write about, any servant of God needs more than anything else. And that is trusting God in everything. It is incredibly practical in the world of Torah and in the world. One of them is Menuchat nefesh, is peace of mind. The ability, if, if one has trust in God, 
and one feels that one is under the auspices of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then we should be calm for most of the time. I, I realized actually during Corona, <coughs> more than now, but I realized during Corona when it was so clear to me that things were not in my hands, that I, in certain areas, I was simply much more relaxed. I, I couldn't decide what the rules of Corona were because it's not my uh, job to do so. They were dictated to us, so I had no control of that. I had no control of whether a girl is positive or negative. I had no control of anything, and I, I came to the conclusion, rightly or wrongly, that the the pressure in our lives, the anxiety in our lives comes when we actually believe we can do something about something. If we know that we can't do something about something, if we know that it is under the auspices of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ki Karon, we should be much more relaxed, we should be much more calm in our reality. Uh, our anxiety and the pressure comes when we believe that we can do something about it. But if we can't do anything about it, then all I can do is have trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I believe that that is what uh, the the story uh, about the, uh, the, the Rebbe the Rebbe of Sands, the Kloisenberger, uh, when he was cleaning up the ghetto in Auschwitz, the Kloisenberger Rebbe walked into Auschwitz-Birkenau with a wife and 11 children, and he left alone. At some stage during his uh, time in Auschwitz-Birkenau, uh, they shipped him off with a number of other prisoners to clean up the Warsaw Ghetto after the revolt and after the Warsaw Ghetto was officially liquidated. And uh, someone who was working next to the Kloisenberger Rebbe overheard him whispering the Pasuk from Sefer Dvarim Tachat Ashelo Avadata et Hashem Basimcha. Uh, at the end of the Tochacha, I've mentioned it in previous message, that, that at the end of the rebuke in Pasha Kitavo, after we hear all the bad things that are going to happen to us because we haven't done what we should have done, the Pasuk more or less homes in on the, the, the key problem, which is Tachat Ashelo Avadatait Hashem Basimcha, because you did not serve God with happiness. So what does that mean? What does that mean that I didn't shake my lulav and jump up and down, or I, I didn't sing Hallel enough, I didn't sing every song in Hallel? What does that mean? All the punishments in Pasha Kitavob, just because I didn't serve God in happiness? And, and the Kloisenberger Rebbe was cleaning up, uh, working very hard as they were forced to work very hard. And he was muttering this phrase, Tachat Tashem uh, This has all happened because I didn't serve God with happiness. That's the story. Uh, there's no explanation to the story. I want to give my explanation to, to what that Pasuk means. I don't think a punishment from HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes because we didn't smile when we were when we were davening and we weren't happy when we sat in the sukkah. I don't, it all really depends on what happiness is. I think, I don't think happiness is laughter and I don't think happiness is smiling. These are external expressions that are often hiding uh, bad things and and bad feelings. Just because someone is laughing or smiling, I've learned over the years, doesn't mean that they are happy. Uh, it can very much be a front. When I was a child, there was always that picture of a clown with a smile painted on his face, and behind the smile was a was a uh, was a very very depressed man. I remember being extremely shocked at the suicide of Robin Williams. I was a great fan of Robin Williams, the actor, and he's such a funny man. And the man was uh, clinically depressed for years, and the way he killed himself was the most shocking shocking way. It was with thought and. 
And uh, I, I remember being totally shocked, but he's such a funny man, and then realizing that doesn't mean anything. That could just be a front. So what is real simcha? Real simcha is on the inside. The person is shalem. They are content. They are fulfilled on the inside. How can that be? If you believe in God, not if you believe in God on the outside, if you believe in God on the inside, if you trust in God, God's running the world, it's God's world, he doesn't work for me. That's what we say in Hebrew, right? Law vedetsli, he doesn't work for me, he'll do what he seems fit to do, and he knows, he knows much more than I do. It's not for me to interrupt HaKadosh Baruch and say, excuse me, Lord, I think you should be doing this, I think you should be doing that. I got no idea, the, the, my angle on the world is a keyhole view, and that's an exaggeration. So I can't really question God. Now if someone really believes that, doesn't just say it in a share, but really believes that, that God is running the world, and God knows what he's doing, there's an Olam Habba, and there, there is Gilgul Neshamot, and there are many, many factors that I don't understand in every decision then I will be besimcha. I will be besimcha on the inside, and uh, and therefore the pasuk in Kitabo when it says tachat Hashem besimcha means tachat besimcha. You did you did it all, but you didn't really believe in God. You know, you, because then you would have simcha pnimit. <coughs> if you believe in God, you would have simcha pnimit. It's a very, very extreme sentence, I understand. Uh, there are different levels of belief in God, but true, absolute, uh, real belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu depends on our ability to accept that He knows what He's doing, and then whatever happens, letava avid, is for the good. Not for the good in my eyes, because we, we sit shiva, and we do kriya, and we say, Baruch Dayan Ahmed. We as human beings look at things as human beings should do. If something is bad in my eyes, it's bad. And I have to say the appropriate bracha and I have to act in the appropriate way. But after and beyond that, my bottom line is that God knows what he's doing. And that doesn't mean that I know what he's doing. It just means that God knows what he's doing. And that is my belief in God. If I have that bitachon bakadosh baruch hu, then in essence, I will be a happy person. Again, it doesn't mean that I won't cry. It doesn't mean that I won't be very upset. It doesn't mean that things won't hurt. It means that I'll be happy on the inside. I will know at the end of the day that uh, the, the, the world is in good hands. It's not in the hands of any president or any dictator. It's in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when we apply these opening comments to the situation at the moment, a girl wrote to me, one of you wrote to me on the first day, is this Gogu Magog? I don't know what it is, actually. Uh, I don't know what it is. And each, per- each time someone asks me how I'm doing, I say, normally you would say, Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. You would say, blessed is God every day. I say, Baruch Hashem Sha'a Sha'a. And it's probably Rega Rega, really, every, every minute. You know, I'm living by the minute, living by the day, because I have no understanding of what can happen. The, everything can change at any given moment. In fact, when learning the history of the Holocaust, which I spent quite a lot of my life learning, I, I have often wondered, there are so many different junctions in the development of the Second World War, where things could have gone either way. Dunkirk, things could have gone the other way. 385,000 British expeditionary forces could have been taken captive or killed. Britain would then have, would have had to surrender to Hitler because they didn't have any other army. And uh, I suppose the war would have ended. This was two years before, almost two years, a year and a half before uh, America entered the war. America entered the war in December 1941 after Pearl Harbor. This was June 1940, so that was a year and a couple of months. Uh, that was a, a critical junction. Uh, the critical junction beforehand was the Molotov-Ribbentrop Agreement in August of 1939, which more or less uh, decided the fate of Poland. There are so many junctions 
where things could have changed and gone the other way. There were enough attempts on Hitler's life. Had Hitler been killed in the Putsch in 1923, we wouldn't even be dealing with this. We wouldn't be, it's very unlikely, had the First World War not ended with the Versailles uh, Accords. I'm not sure whether Hitler would have had the ability to drive people crazy and, and get them onto his side. The Wall Street crash, so many different junctions in history. And when things are happening, you simply don't know which direction they're going in. So we don't know, right? We're living rega rega. God knows. He, he knows 100%. But, but we don't know rega rega. At the moment, the Northern Front is relatively quiet. That could change. Iran could uh, attack an American ship. Everything could escalate or it could just quieten down uh, for a couple of years until another 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 war breaks out or another attack on Israel begins. And so we don't know. You know, there are so many possible variables here and it's very humbling and uh, you, you sit back and, and, and you, you just don't know and you have to have trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What makes this harder than Corona, and don't misunderstand me, Corona, corona came with its challenges. What makes this harder than Corona is the fact that, uh, is the fact that we are massively personally involved here with corona you know as long as people were careful and no, it's not even true there either but 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 i didn't feel the the uh i didn't feel the danger as much as i i feel the danger now to our family to our children uh, and that makes a bit harder right as the stakes get higher the challenge becomes much more severe uh, but it is an opportunity everything in life is an opportunity to to work on this idea of 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 understanding that Raiti Lavi, let's just finish with these words today, Raiti Lahavi Acharamashul Sarih Yotemi Kholadrim Lovid Hailohim Barach Bahu Habitahon Alav Bahold Devarav to have trust in God in everything that is happened. That is, that is our challenge. Bezrat Hashem we should have a good day and rak Besorot Tobot.